The High Regard Show. It's... It's that frustration that you get when you have a ball of Christmas lights and can't find either <laughs> yes, end to untie yes, a knot. Yes. <laughs> Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. So, Nikki, as you know, this is undoubtedly my worst time of year here in New York City. This is not the season of Tom. The back half of of the year is not the season of Tom. It is it is insane. Like I can handle the heat. I hate the heat, but I can handle the heat. I've not seen you handle the heat. I can handle the heat cuz I can get up close to an air conditioner and just kind of like, you know, cool down a little bit. I can handle the cold cuz I do love the cold. Mm-hmm. Just throw on a Bundling vest up, and yeah. just stomp off through puddles. I don't care about any of that. <laughs> what I do care stomp about off through puddles. <laughs> it's pretty much what it is. I walk down the street and I imagine myself marching. Like, it's always going off to war. Like a hammer from the wall. Like a hammer from the wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, the problem with this time of year is, is number one, not only is there even more tourists than there Mm -hmm. are. Sure. Than, you know, usually throughout the year. But. It's also happy. It's too goddamn happy. This is not a place for people to be happy. New York City is a place to come and be happy you're going to. But when you get here, you just bitch about being here. And then you go away somewhere and you're like, what a cool experience. (laughs) Like everybody thinks that they have like the real New York experience. Yes. Like, oh my God, like I went here and did this. And it's like, no, (laughs) not until you trudge through all four seasons and deal with people on trains going crazy about stuff and things like you're not you don't but do you know what annoys me the most what annoys you the most tom do tell us we're dying to know is the fact that new york is a huge city and people come here for that city factor like Mm -hmm. they come to see a city Mm -hmm. but the weirdest thing to me is a lot of these people who come from non-city areas let's say country or suburbia they both have (laughs) you know trees all the time but there's a huge influx to come and look at a goddamn tree (laughs) like you have nothing but trees chances are close to where you are you made a trip to come to a city to see a a single tree standing there and you could stand like in the in the woods or whatever forest you could trudge to and like Look at these beautiful, majestic trees. Where they belong. Where they belong, completely alone. And and alive. And alive, and just enjoy the majesty of this beautiful tree that is just like, I'm picturing it like covered in just the lightest dusting of snow. But instead, you're going to stand with like 50,000 people and look at a tree that's covered in lights that are exactly the same every year. And don't get me wrong, I don't think like the Rockefeller Center tree, it's it's beautiful. It is, it is beautiful. And it's like, wow, when you see it, like it's huge. This year's tree is 78 feet tall. Yeah, but imagine how long that tree has lived for. Oh my gosh, yeah. And some Nimrod had to go cut it down to <laughs> bring it here because people wanted to see it. True, true. But, like, you're going to look at this tree with, like, a million other people when you can go and see just as beautiful a tree that's completely natural all by yourself. Maybe in your backyard. Maybe even in your backyard. (laughs) So that kind of drives me crazy, number one. But what drives me crazy is that we're actually talking about holidays in the beginning of November. How can you not? The tree is literally already set up in It is. It's being decorated as we speak. And it's kind of like... This is kind of like the pre-party to the pre-party's party. The pre-party to the pre-party's party. Because I always feel like after Black Friday, you have like the Christmas pre-party starts. And you work your way up to Christmas Day, which then becomes the party. Yeah. So this is the pre-party to the pre-party. Because we can't celebrate Christmas for just 25 days. It's not enough. 
No, you need it for at least a month, two months, two months tops, all of November, all of December. And it's weird because it used to be, people used to go to like Walmart and Kmart and Target the day after Halloween to go and like scoff up like all the old Halloween costumes that didn't mm-hmm. sell at 50% off. And oh my gosh, we did that at a Halloween and... store here. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, you have to. It's the best time to go Halloween shopping is the day after Halloween. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of sucks because you're locked in, but you have more than enough money to buy a couple of different costumes, throw them in a closet, forget and about them. And then never them. wear them. I was going to say. <laughs> never wear them, ever. <laughs> the only time those that bag of costumes comes out is when we add more costumes to that bag of <laughs> or I costumes. need something that's like behind the bag of costumes in the closet <laughs> exactly but now people aren't going to the store the next day to buy like stuff for Halloween that's on set like because it's gone candy. it's gone it's Christmas shit now and replaced immediately with Christmas balls <laughs> immediately immediately I mean I went shopping earlier this week and I was in JCPenney's mm-hmm. and they were playing Christmas music and I was just like, we walk in, and first of all, the heat was, like, ridiculous, because it was, like, 78 degrees that day. And then I walk into the store that I don't want to be in, and it was just packed, and then I'm standing there sweating, like, just buckets of sweat are dripping as I'm, like, trying to try on clothes, I'm walking around the store, and then I take notice of, like, the music, and the first song I heard was Feliz Navidad. Then there was, like, Walking into Winter Wonderland and, like, all these other, like, Christmas pop hits. And I'm like, what the hell? It is, like, the fifth day of November. Like, this is bullshit. Like, this is crazy even by, like, the craziest standards of Christmas. And I asked the cashier, I said, like, are you not, like, wanting to kill yourself? Like, what is going on here? And she goes, they started playing it yesterday. And she's like, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty early. And I was like, but the worst part is like, after I bitched about it to myself and to her, I then found myself like walking in a window, like it humming sucks along. You in. It does. It's like a shot to the arm or something. Hypnosis. It's underlying hypnosis. So like they start doing all this Christmas stuff now. So you go in, let's say to JCPenney's for just something random. You're not Christmas shopping. But now you're singing Christmas songs in your head, and you're like going, you know what? That would be a good gift for so-and-so. Oh, no, I didn't think that at all. Well, you don't really like people in general, so no one's getting a gift. I saved my Christmas shopping for the last, like, week and a half before the holiday. (laughs) And why are people still going to stores to buy Christmas gifts when you can get them online anyway? I don't know. Like, I'm done. I'm done with stores. Like, I'm not, you're not going to see me going to a mall or a store to get something. I don't, <laughs> I don't like to be around people. And especially that time of year, it gets even more packed. It's ridiculous. And I don't understand how, like, all of a sudden, like, the rules of Christmas are changing in general. And I'm saying Christmas constantly and not holidays because I know Christmas. I don't know other holidays. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know. But you're I, supposed to know. Like, we're supposed to know everybody else's holidays and be sensitive to that. I don't even know the real rules about my holiday anymore because they change constantly. <laughs> you need me to, like, if you think I'm going to be able to keep tabs on other people's, no. So, like, why do you hate the holidays? Well, it's a few reasons. One reason, of course, is the fact that there's traveling involved. And there never wasn't traveling involved for us. Of course, growing up, my grandparents, all my grandparents, lived, you know, in Brooklyn, and we lived out on East Long Island. So, you know, we were in a car, which was usually right. an hour trip. And on the holidays, it would take three hours. Ugh. So, I mean, it was always that miserable factor relating to it. And yeah. then there's the disappointment of either you don't get the gifts that you want and it kind of bums you out. Or you don't give gifts that represent the gifts that you've gotten because it is all like a competition oh that is the worst yeah so like you're like going oh my god i think i got this person like a pretty cool gift you know here's a 25 dollars starbucks card <laughs> and then they come in and they're like i hand painted you this special you know thing and yeah. it's like oh because you i remember you saying once that you loved you know potsy from happy days so i <laughs> So I hand painted you <laughs> a no, portrait on I, a book. <laughs> I made you a velvet potsy. All right. So there's that. And I feel like that always happens where you're like, oh, look, you know, not that the family is huge, but I mean, the family's big enough where you got to scramble yeah. around to get stuff for people. And it's not even so much scrambling around to get, get stuff because, like I said, we would 
or I would at least do most of my shopping online because I don't want to be around right. people. Sure. But then there's a the traveling involved and getting ready for the traveling and involved. Like, and the and... thing that like bothers me is like, you know, we love our family so much. Like, don't get us wrong. But the people who get to stay sedentary for the season do not understand what it's like, what to, it's like to be the people that have to be like the ones that burst in the door with packages, you know. Yeah, it looks cool, like that part, all leading up to that part. Like, don't think it's not like a hero scene when, you know, your parents' door busts open and you come in with, like, a bunch of packages and stuff. And you're like, yeah, here I am. You're not going to get this reference, but hopefully some of our listeners will. Like, picture the scene where Colin Firth in Love Actually, like, goes to his family's house. And, like, he's just, like, laden with all these presents. And the little kids are like, Uncle Jamie's here. Uncle Jamie's here. Yay. And then he, like, looks at everybody. And he's like... I don't want to be here. I'm going to go after the woman I love who is in like three countries away. And he's like, yeah, so right. I'm off then. And he like walks away with all the gifts. And like the little kids are like, I hate uncle Jamie. Like, it's kind of like that, like that expectation, like you burst in and like, everybody's like, what do they have? They're here. Oh my God, it's Christmas. And then we're just like, get me a drink and let me sit the fuck down. (laughs) Well, it is kind of like almost action hero-ish, but again, we, we got that from, what the movie said. Now, your reference is going to be lost on absolutely every single male that probably listens to the show. I bet you. I bet you there's some guys out there that have been made to watch Love Actually. It's Actually, a I very can think good of movie. one. I can think of one after our conversation <laughs> last night. So, all right. So, you got a guy definitely, but I would say the majority of guys ain't going to know. But I think that. But you like, could pick. You could see the image. Like every Christmas movie has somebody bursting, bursting in, in a door, all with the presents. presents, and he's probably wearing some like askew Santa hat or something. And everybody wants to see them, and it's like, oh, hey, yeah. yeah. And you get, and you get, it's kind of heroish. Yeah. But they built it up to be this. I mean, the fact that you said it, and I imagined it exactly the way it was, having never seen that exactly. movie, just goes to show that that's an image that gets showed over and over. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have to kind of aspire to at least be that. You know? You have to you have to at least be that level of, look, man, if I got to start making plans in November to right. be someplace at the end of December, <laughs> it's better be goddamn heroic. When I open up the doors, I want, like, pigeons to fly <laughs> out behind pigeons. me. Maybe an explosion in the background. Pigeons? Like, pigeons are like the dirtiest birds that could ever be. Uh, I can't get doves. We live in the city. Why can't we get doves? Where the they... hell are you going to get a dove from in a city? I can literally go on the fire escape well, right figured, here and get a like, pigeon. Well, I figured you'd go to a store and buy some kind of birds. Like, you wouldn't just, like, they don't try, have... try to hunt pigeons. Like... As we have all learned from Arrested Development, bird stores do not have refunds <laughs> on birds that are taken back after being injured. Chances are some of them would be. So. This parrot has ceased to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want I want. Birds flying out of the back of the car when I open it up, and the presents come out. Maybe an explosion <laughs> in the background, like a mushroom cloud. And I walk in the door, and everybody wants to get the presents. And then, literally, after like you hand the presents over, ninety percent of the time, they just take them and put them in a corner somewhere. And then they sit there for the majority of the night. And you're kind of like, "Isn't that what I came here for?" Yeah, like, yeah. My heroic moment is now done because <laughs> TV built it up to be this you know, huge epic event, I deliver this epic event, and you immediately discard it. And now I don't know how to react to the day, because you can't now say you want this heroics coming in, and then you want to turn it to something traditional as soon as I get there. Yeah, now I see what you're saying. I see. Because we're just grinding gears at that point in time. Yeah, and then, like, by that point, we're just so mad and just, like, <laughs> we did all of this. Like, this next year's the year we stay home. We're going on a cruise. <laughs> we're going on a cruise. <laughs> but it's crazy because I think that, like, um, you know, it doesn't matter which. I mean, both of our families do the exact same thing. Where the idea of Christmas to them is what they grew up with. Mm-hmm. So, like... They try to do it with us, but I think commercialism kind of snuck in and turned it into what yeah. it is now. But I mean, the whole idea was just to get together with family, eat maybe small gifts, and yeah. then that's it. I mean, you celebrate being together and, you know, the religion, religious aspect of it for some people. 
Oh yeah, that part. Like, yeah. Like you <laughs> oh kind yeah, of that whole that has, Jesus thing. <laughs> yeah, you kind of forget that it's not like you know something else. It, it's turned away from a religious holiday basically because it's not about being with your family anymore. It's about trying to go and you know see who can be more heroic walking in the door. Who's, yeah, like who's gonna get the best? Like who's gonna give the best gift? And, and that's all it is. It's a competition. It really is. It's kind of, you know what it is? It's like a Chinese game show. <laughs> just, but you don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, wah, 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 meow. And then all of a sudden it's like going, oh, that's what it was. And it's like, you know, I, I spent all day walking around JCPenney. I heard the Christmas music. I thought this would be a perfect no, gift you for you. No, you didn't. No, I'm just saying when you're explaining <laughs> When you're explaining, you're just like going, you know, hey, man, there was this day in early November where I was walking. I had no idea what to get you. And all of a sudden, I heard Feliz Navidad. And I thought you would love this tortilla maker. Oh, my God. Like one of those little ones? Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? That would be a good That gift. would be and a if, really good gift. And if I was walking past a tortilla maker in At the exact moment. That Feliz Navidad came on a JCPenney's, guess what you'd be getting for Christmas this year? <laughs> There's no doubt. So speaking of just like, you know, traditional Christmas, mm. you know, like one of my, oh my God, oh my God, do I have a story to tell. You know, like you remember being a kid and like going to see Santa was a humongous deal. Like, especially to me, because like our mall had a really like rad display. Like there was talking fake, like animated reindeer like they were like in their barn and then like they were poking out on all sides and they were like merry christmas i mean i'm i'm ad-libbing this because i honestly don't remember what they said but i just remember going like the whole season i was like mom can we go to the mall mom can we go to the mall she's like honey you already got your pictures and i'm like i need to go see these talking reindeer like it was so cool and then like every year like the mall would just like redo it but there was this one store in downtown wilkesbury called boss cops the store was a dump and a half like it got flooded in 72 and it looked exactly the same for the next like 30 years but they used to have this really awesome christmas display like picture like an elf like the where like elf worked at gimbals like just like that kind of like christmas wonderland that like you know this place was like they had like you walked through it to get to santa and like they cleared out like all these departments but the one year they had Smurfs was the theme because Smurfs and the Magic Flute, the movie came out and that was like one of my favorite movies as a kid. Shut up. <laughs> Don't make that face. <laughs> I can't help but it just happened. It was like you said something and I tasted like a lemon. <laughs> you hate the Smurfs. You hate them. Uh. So they did this like awesome thing where like you were on the street outside the store and there was a parking garage across the street and Gargamel, the, you know, the nemesis of these little blue people ziplined like across the street into the store and then like that opened up the holiday season and I remember standing there with my mom and my brother and just looking up and watching this happen and I was like it is never Christmas is amazing like it's gonna be so awesome like, was it it was like I remember like it was so cool and then like you went and there were smurfs all over and like, it was so goddamn cool like, did you ever go to a mall when you were a kid? And like, all the time. We used to take my sister and I when we were younger. Used to take Santa pictures all the time, and I'm sure we. I even did it before she was born too, because my parents loved taking pictures. Like it was an event, but it's not like it is now. Like nobody would come flying in on a zip line. Like it would never happen. Number one, I don't think it would happen because of insurance purposes. Well, sure, because back Absolutely. then, like, I mean, you, yeah, you played with metal toys, man. Like, I mean, we had, I had metal toys. <laughs> it seems like they got rid of evil Knievel. They got rid of liability. <laughs> like everything, everything was just done at that point in time. God rest evil Knievel, so but I love him. We used to go, and but I think that like back then they didn't really. They didn't really have it as commercialized as they have it now. Like, and, they wouldn't have sold Christmas to the Smurfs. Right. And plus, like, everybody, it was just what it was. Like, this is Christmas. This is what it is. And you didn't have to be tolerant. You didn't have to know, like, you didn't have to know anybody else's religious specifications or whatever. Like, you could just, it was this is Christmas, this is what it is, it's a holiday that we celebrate. Then everybody just started to get like, well, I'm not Catholic, I'm this, I'm not, I'm this, I'm this. So like, oh, we have to wipe away everything because we have to be tolerant, which, okay, I get it. Like, we should be, like, 
everybody should be allowed to do what they want. But well. like, I'm j- no, but I'm <laughs> saying like you should be allowed to be who you are and believe in what you believe. But don't ever expect me not to want to go and see talking goddamn reindeer. Well, that's the thing too, and it's and you know what I think like like don't take that away from me. This is what I think the church did good about Christmas. They found a way to market a holiday, a religious holiday, and get people involved. Because I think, like over the years, more and more people have dropped off out of like the light of the church mm-hmm, because sure. they're just like, all right, this. Some of it is kind of tough to believe. Some <laughs> some of the beliefs are kind of tough to take. So <laughs> I think more that, ways than one. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like it makes just makes sense to kind of walk away from it and sure live a more open, happy lifestyle. But one thing that the church did, especially in helping out with Christmas, was allow things like a Santa Claus and then eventually like Frosty the Snowman, mm-hmm. Flying Reindeer. And elves. like things that picked up. Like I remember like our, um, you know, the local courthouse back home had a Christmas tree and then it had like a nativity set and then it had um, a menorah and then like a Kwanzaa like light display. So, you know, I mean, like, it tried, and it's like, okay, fine, like, that's cool that you did that. But? But there's one mall in Long Island that is pissing people off right now, to the point where there's been petitions. Like, one woman, okay, first of all, I'll explain. It's the Roosevelt Field Mall in, I believe it's in, like, Garden City, Long Island or something, they decided that they were going to do away with the traditional Santa, like, Christmas display. And they created this, like, glacier. It's called, it, it's the glacier display. And it's, like, this white, like, pod kind of thing. Okay. And it's, like, in the mall, like, it's where Santa would be yeah. and stuff. And I guess people saw it and they're like, this is going to be where, like, I'm to bring my kids that are dressed up in their finest to get their pictures taken. Wait, is there actually a Santa there? Well, now apparently there is, or two Christmas trees. So, like, it was just, like, this thing, and I guess, like, Santa was just underneath it. So it's, like, Santa in this completely, like, white box. Like, you know, and then it's just this guy in a red suit in this, like, chair. And that was it. Like, there was nothing else there. So it was almost like they kind of hid Santa so Mm. as not to be, like, offensive to anybody who's not... Who doesn't celebrate Christmas? Right. Well, this woman, and like, this is the funny thing because, and this is what pissed me off about the people getting pissed off because this woman saw this picture because, like, it went viral. I guess somebody went to the mall and took a picture and they were like, um, this is the Santa display and it was just this, like, white pod. This woman saw this picture and immediately started a petition. So, like, you know, because what does a soccer mom do when she gets pissed off is start a petition to get something taken away. You need something to fill those extra hours of the day. But she didn't even see it for herself. Like she said, saw a picture. A lot and, of free time. And started a petition. And the petition, within, like, a day or so, had, like, 1,600 like signatures to, like, take it down. So the mall responded that they were going to add two Christmas trees. So it's going to be a white box and two Christmas trees and Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's going to be a white pod and two Christmas trees. We will have to put a picture of this up on our website. Yeah, we will. We'll we'll definitely share it on highregardshow.com. And it's just, like, ridiculous. And, like, the mall, like, management said, together, the mix of traditional and modern design will create a magical North Pole. I'm looking at a picture of this right now, and nowhere does it say anything. Like, no, nothing even indicates to me that this is neither North Pole nor Christmas. It looks more like something from, like, a sci-fi movie. It does. Like, a really bad, like, cave. Like, it's just... It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's very bizarre. Like, I feel very bad for kids, like, these days. Because, like, like I said, like, you know, obviously I'm very passionate about, like, those two memories that I have of, like, you know, the talking reindeer and then, like, the Smurf Spectacular. Like, like that. this is what, like, you're going to remember, that Christmas is just a guy in a suit. It, there's not this, like, magical holiday, like, thing that would put you, like, that would not put you in the spirit. Well, it's gone now because, like, the, there's nothing magical about this holiday anymore as far as kids are concerned because their parents start asking them, November 1st, what do you want for Christmas? 
and some sooner than that, depending on like the elaborate taste versus the, you know, size of the income that it's yeah. dealing with. Yeah. So you look at it and you're like, going, none of these parents are turning around and saying, you know, let's celebrate the spirit of Christmas. You know who we're going to see? We're going to see your cousins. We haven't seen your cousins in, I don't know, a year. We're going to see them for Christmas. That's not the exciting part. The exciting part is, ooh, I hope you get that new game or whatever yeah, it is. And yeah. it's kind of, that's the buildup. So, I mean, like I said, the church did great in, in giving out, like, these symbols, you know, to people. Well, was being, the church like, responsible for that? I don't even know. I don't know, but they didn't fight against it, which is kind of like the same thing as an endorsement from them. Because they don't yeah. like something. They're very vocal oh, they're in very saying, adamant, remove yes. it. But something like this, they didn't complain when they were doing movies that were, like, saying, like, hey, like, you know, Christmas is a thing. Like, we got to go out and we got to celebrate it. This is a special time of year. It's a time to say I love you. Yep. As long as they threw in, (laughs) I feel like, one positive message that the church was happy about, they could do whatever they want leading up to it. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, I'm getting visions of that Kirk Cameron Christmas movie. Ugh. Did we watch that? Like this came out like last year. We like we watched the trailer, and I was like, "Nope." And at the same time, you're like, "Oh yeah, we're totally gonna see that." (laughs) Yeah, we love train wrecks. (laughs) But like, I think like you know, since the church allowed that, that was good for them. People kept going, and then you had you're like, "Oh well, why doesn't why don't other religions do this?" And maybe that's what all of a sudden started to make this be an issue, because you don't see. I think most religions getting upset about things unless there's some kind of value to getting upset about these things. So maybe all of a sudden our political correctness is not necessarily political correctness, but it's more about, hey, it's, you know, a matter of economics. We can start sooner and we can make money off of this. So, like, if I'm not Catholic and I'm not going to get the benefits of the good feeling inside me come the holiday seasons, at least I can make a buck off it which every other religion can do up to this point in time. Plus, I think, you know, we also get kind of ripped off because, like, maybe people that celebrate Christmas look around at, like, Kwanzaa and, like, um, Hanukkah, and they're, like, going, we really kind of sold ourselves short by only giving us one day. Maybe. And you know how we can fix that? We can start celebrating it a month before. F you guys. <laughs> Eight days, twelve days, it's not enough. We're we're going from November first to the day of. You know what though? Every Jewish person that I've known, I have beca- I've been curious and said, like, oh my gosh, like Hanukkah, you know, like when the Hanukkah holiday comes up and they're like, It's really not that great. Like it's they're like, You guys totally win on the the Christmas thing. I'm like, But you have like eight days and they're like yeah, you literally get socks and ties and, like, and, you know, like, I used to work with this kid that, like, told me, like, all the things that he got on, like, the eight days and I was just like, that's, like, shit that, like, my mom would just pick up, like, when she ran to Walmart. Like, oh, I picked you up, like, a pack of socks. Like, that's, like, an, they're, like, afterthought gifts. Yeah, but we just think of how many afterthought gifts we get, though, under our tree. I think by the end of it, the only But we already is... covered that with, like, stockings. Like, stockings were always full of, like, you know, markers and pens. And then, like, as I got older, like, razors and, like, health and beauty stuff, like, lotions and shit. Yeah, but my mom will still ask every year, like, do you need socks? Do you need underwear? And it's kind of like, number one... You shouldn't be, like, going out and buying me socks and underwear at this point in time because I'm a little <laughs> bit old for that. <laughs> my but, mom still treats me like I'm, like, the five-year-old that, like, can't, like, <laughs> wipe herself or something. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be like, no, nah, I don't need that. And then, sure enough, on Christmas Day, underneath the tree, it'll be like, this one's for you. And I'll, I'll be like, ooh, what is it? It's kind of big. Oh, it's a box that's... Of socks. Yeah, inside of this big box is some socks and some underwear. <laughs> and I'll be like, number one... Like I said, you shouldn't be shopping for this. And number two, like, what am I going to do with the box full of socks and underwear? Because I don't have a place for it. That's something you all have to That's realize, how, too. That's like, how my mom is. Like, every year I have to say to my mom, she'll be like, what do you want? I'm like, you know, we don't really need anything. Like, you know, she buys me my perfume. She buys me my sneakers. And, like, that's it. Like, that's all that I need because I go through sneakers like crazy walking around here. But, like, I said, like, mom, we don't need junk because like she'll get these awesome like like she got us these like really cool buckets one year and yeah we weren't able to use them because first of all we had no place to put them 
and this like like there were just like these like you know like buckets with like skulls and like, like these really cool bucket. design yeah kind of but like a decorative one like like these decorative right. buckets and i'm like ma like we have no closet space we have three closets that are jam-packed with like all sorts of odds and ends and stuff and it's like please like we don't need like stuff and then when we ask like when, when she asks us it's like hey you know what we needed dishes last year we go to pick up the dishes because i knew which ones we wanted and she's like i don't like those are you sure those are the ones you want and i'm like oh my god like all year you badger me like well, what do you want for christmas like she usually starts asking in like march and i'm like i have no idea Right, because we celebrate Christmas, I feel like, every day. If we want something, we go out and get it. We don't have to wait for a special day to go and get a special gift. Yeah, and she's just like, you know, and then, like, the one time I tell her, like, something like, oh, yeah, we do want this. It's like, you don't approve. <laughs> yeah, that's typical, I think. I think that's an all-family thing. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just strange to me, because maybe if you add up the price of the eight days, because, I mean, socks... And stuff they aren't cheap so i mean <laughs> if you have to celebrate eight days of stuff you're still still probably going to spend a couple of hundred yeah, dollars on gifts over eight days compared to like one couple of hundred dollar gift i guess i don't know i mean we just basically condensed it and i don't maybe it wasn't enough for us and we're like we need more but the good news is is that people thank god are finally starting to stand up and say enough they're rebelling against christmas before Thanksgiving. Yes, as they should, because Christmas Christmas before December 1st is ridiculous. The fact of the matter is, Christmas a week before Christmas is ridiculous. No, see, I'm like, as soon as... Because you have thank, you you have Halloween. Like, this is in my mind. Like, okay, fine, we have Halloween. That's awesome. Everybody dresses up. November 1st until Thanksgiving is all about pumpkin decorations and turkey, like, little turkey decorations. And it's all just about fall like you know like pictures of cornucopia on windows and like leaves and crunching through leaves and stuff and then december 1st game on like december 1st through 25th man blast the christmas music please i beg of you start watching the christmas movies like every year until we met and (laughs) banned all sorts of happy horseshit christmas (laughs) i used to watch like i had my like five or six christmas movies that i religiously watched every single year and would just, I'd have a nog, and I'd have these wonderful, like, brandy drinks that I'd drink as I'd watch these movies by myself. And somehow you don't need an excuse to drink alone anymore. It doesn't have to be a holiday season. Every day can be the holidays if you're an Every alcoholic. Christmas for me. <laughs> but let's say, all right, so you got, like, the situation where you, like, say, okay, December 1st on. Yeah. And then they say, all right, well, we can creep it back a little bit to, you know, Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah, and, like, that's like that's officially it. Like, Black Friday through the 25th of December, fine. Like, I- I'm totally, like, I totally get it. Like, let me have my Halloween. Let me have my fall season that is, you know, gold and brown and orange. And then start the red and green shit the second we put our forks down on Thanksgiving. But a couple companies, you know, like we've seen, I'm sure you've seen in the news, like some companies are like, we're not going to be open on Thanksgiving and things like that. But I just saw on social media today that Nordstrom said that they posted, somebody took a picture of a sign and it said, we won't be decking our halls until Friday, November 27th, which is Black Friday. And it says, why? Well, we just like the idea of celebrating one holiday at a time from our families to yours. Happy Thanksgiving. Boom, drops Mike. That's awesome. Like, yep. you could respect that. And Target, I think, said this year that they will not be opening their stores on Thanksgiving Day because Black Friday was the official start date of the real shopping season. Mm-hmm. Like, if you wanted a deal, you'd go out on Black Friday. And then whatever happened, I don't know, maybe a year or two years ago, they started me saying, nope, when you're done with Thanksgiving dinner, you better get your ass down to, yeah. like, Kmart or, or Walmart because... Yeah, like, I've I've known people who, you know, were huge Black Friday shoppers. Like, they'd get up at, like, four in the morning and go to the malls and go to, like, the stores and stuff. And when they started opening on, like, early on Thanksgiving Day, they would be like, well, we have to eat Thanksgiving dinner at, like, 12 o'clock because I have to go wait in line at Best Buy because I have to go buy a TV that I don't need. Right, but now they're opening it up the day of, so you don't have to wait overnight. I think it was a safety issue thing was, like, their excuse for it. They were like, we don't want people waiting overnight and then, like, running into the store, so we're going to start insanely on Thanksgiving. And plus, like, it's so cold and stuff, but, like, 
who gives a shit? Like, if you're stupid enough to stand outside of, like, a Best Buy or, like, a Walmart or something like that to get, like, one of maybe five things, like, you know, you see those things where, like, the TVs, they're, like, 50-inch TVs. I don't even know if that's, like, a big, decent size, but, like, 50-inch TV for $39. And it's, like, do you really need that? Like, what are you going to do with it? Because chances are you probably have a TV in every room in your house already. Well, and you're maybe. not going to gift that to somebody. Like, I bet you the bulk of Black Friday shopping... It's for yourself. It could very well be. It could very well be. Because I think that's how I did, like, the few times that I went on Black Friday, it was because it was stuff that I was like, oh, my God, I think that would look good (laughs) in my car or whatever. And I would go and buy, you know, what, like, DVD players for the backseat of the car or... Oh, my God. It was always stupid stuff. And it was, like, stuff that I would never have ever bought if somebody didn't say it was, you know, on 30% or 40% discount. I went once. I went once in my entire life, and I got to the mall, I think it was, like, at 9 o'clock in the morning, and I was going to meet friends that had been there since, like, 6 or whatever. I walked in, and, like, the only place I could find was, like, the only place I could find a park was, like, down the street from the mall. So I had to, like, park in, like, a strip mall that's down the street from the mall and then walk up. So by the time I got into the mall, I was pissed. I walked into the food court, and you couldn't even move. Like, there were lines out every single store so much that it was backed up into, like, the food court. I turned around, and I was like, I'm out. Yeah, it's a ridiculous time of year. It is such a freaking hassle. But some people are definitely getting on even more of an extreme. Like, they want to, like, ban Christmas before December 1st. Let's talk about the best place on Earth, Ireland. It is it is basically heaven. And on heaven they're like, no room for these shenanigans. We're not having it. <laughs> like that's why it's heaven, because they don't deal with the same bullshit that we deal with. Heaven <laughs> runs by its own set of rules. So, Nikki, if you would like to please explain what happens in this magical land. So in Dublin mm-hmm. in Dublin, Ireland, they have the first ever fuck Christmas free zone in the world. It's basically a Christmas-free zone. It's like a group of streets. Um, and I have to read the names of these streets because it's, it's Ireland and it's fabulous. So don't, it's the Don't Fucking Mention Christmas Zone is alive and well, stretching from Fishamble Street, Essex Street, and Cowsland. Mm. So <laughs> I love it. So basically, the head security, like they have, like they know that they're going to get bombarded. So they actually have a security guy, and his name is Seamus Clifford. And he says, the idea is pretty simple. Mention Christmas and wear a stupid Christmas jumper, which, for those of you who don't know, is a sweater. And I always, anytime I see somebody in a Christmas sweater, I always say, I love your Christmas jumper. I love your jumper. So... (laughs) He said, and we'll box the head off you and kick you onto Dame Street or into the Liffey. Obviously, we'll give you a choice first. We're no monsters. So, like, <laughs> they're, they're like, they're going to threaten to fuck you up, but only on your terms. <laughs> Look, man, you made the choice to come in here. You knew what the consequences were. You're going to have to just deal with it. So don't be surprised. It's so funny. It's started in October. Right. And it runs through all of November. And basically, they're like... <laughs> They're like, um, wait, where's this? This guy, he's one of the zone's organizers. His name is Kevin Talent. And he admits that, like, in the event of some pro Christmas pressure groups getting their wish and officially bringing the holiday forward, two months so that it stretches over 12 weeks, he will seize his opposition of Christmas and accept defeat. So basically, he's just saying, he's just saying, please, just wait until December 1st, because this is only going to run through, you know, you know, October and November, like just right. all we're asking is just let it be. Just yeah. let it be. <laughs> so, I mean, I totally think that this is amazing. And I think that other people should, should take, you know, they, they should follow in this, in his foot, in the footsteps of these people. And just, you know, we, we protest completely ridiculous things sometimes. I mean, we protest a lot of like things that should be protested, of course, but like, this is a legit thing that I think that people should get behind. It's one of the few, like, really legit thing, or uh, something that can actually make a change. It's like, give us our time back. Right. Um, I mean, and, and it's cool because you look at it and you say, you know what, you can go down and protest the one percenters. 
yeah. here in this city. And it's like going, but they're not going to give you their money. Yeah, they're, it's never going to happen. Yeah, they're not going to just go and say, you know what, ma'am? You guys are right. You, you work hard standing out here in front of buildings and making up cool chants and holding up signs and stuff like that. We're going to give you a piece. We're going to give you a piece of our fortunes. <laughs> like, no. We're going to make it rain <laughs> out here. <laughs> they just sit on top of their penthouses and have, like, you know, confetti cannons just blowing out $100 <laughs> bills to the ground. And everybody just goes and says, you know what, man? We won. We we won this one because we got yeah. them to share their money. No, never. But if you're a small town in Ireland and you say, hey, you know what, ma'am? We're not going to allow commercialism to sneak in and destroy this holiday and make it something that it's not. We're not going to allow it. And if you're going to try to force it on us, we're going to, what they say? Box your head off? Wait, wait where was <laughs> it? Yeah, we're going to, like, box you. <laughs> we'll box the head off you. But, and they said, so there was, um, so the guy, um, mentions, he's like, I'm just as big a fan of Christmas as anyone, but not in October. So we've set up some checkpoints around the surrounding streets to prevent any 12 pubs of Christmas groups getting in. We've only been operating this Christmas free zone since this morning. This is when like the article broke. Right. And um, when was that? that early, was... It was like, like earlier this week or like, a, like the end of October, I guess. So like maybe okay. like last week. And so in, 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 just the day that they were operating this <laughs> don't fucking mention Christmas zone, they we've managed to stop over 4,000, and this is a direct quote, complete arseholes from entering. And that was <laughs> that was one of the organizers, Kevin Talon. <laughs> you know, it's weird because when this article came out, you saw it first and shared it with me. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. It was the ever. greatest. I mean, I was just like, yes, like this is proof that Ireland is the home that we should be having. Yeah. And, and what I did was I immediately shared it with everybody that I know. And what happened after that, Tom? I had a relative <laughs> write to me and say they thought that it was wrong that I posted this article. Basically, that's what it came out to. Mm-hmm. And I was just like... Did they read the article? And it got like, I saw it early in the morning and I was like, well, that's kind of weird that they would, you know, kind of defend against this and like want to push Christmas up. I'm like, did they read it? Forgot all about it. Went through the work. They came (laughs) back home. All of a sudden I get a text from my mom at like 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) And she was like, hey, I heard you posted this article on Facebook about something about Christmas that wasn't polite. And I was like, did you read the article? And my mom's like, I haven't. And the article was hysterical. It was, it was I mean, so well written. It was it was like comedic poetry. It this was thing. because it's just it was just basically just the words of these two Irish guys that were behind this Christmas free zone. And like you have to respect that. But like the thing that is so funny to me is that like you got in trouble for sharing this. And like I wonder if because Well it, it is the fuck Christmas campaign. I, that's what I think I mean... it was. I mean that's right in the headline. So like you don't right. have to read the article to kind of get the gist that these people are saying fuck Christmas. But like if you read it you would understand and be like you know what but these are probably like the people that start their Christmas shopping in October, True. if not sooner. And it's like, I'm fine with that because for True. whatever reason. And this was the night the article came out, which was last week. Yeah. So I told my mom, I'm like, listen, go on Facebook, click on the link, read the story out loud to dad. Because my dad's another, he has no sense of humor. None. He's a curmudgeon. Like, he's a curmudgeon. He definitely can be a curmudgeon. And it's wonderful. The kids call him, well, since the kids can talk, (laughs) they would call him Ogre. Like Grandpa Ogre. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I mean, he lives lives the part, for sure. And I told him, I'm like, you got to read this to Dad. I'm, like, going out loud. And I'm, like, going, I know there's curses in it, whatever. Get past it. Just read this thing out loud to Dad. (laughs) And, like, 15 minutes later, now it's, like, 1030 at night, she writes back to me. She goes... We read that article you shared, and she goes, and Dad said he agrees. And then I was like... <laughs> and it is written. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, so if you actually read the story, it kind of makes sense. And then my mom's like, you know, maybe you should reach out to so-and-so and say, you know, hey, read the article or whatever. And I was like, you why should I have that. to force people? Like, if you're going to make comments about stuff get... that I post... You should know what the hell you're exactly. talking about but that, before you do and it. That, in closing, I think we could probably close on that note because that is what is so wrong with the society. Because society is 
a headline and people getting pissed off about headlines and not reading the meat of a story. Yeah, it's kind of like seeing the headlines of let's celebrate Christmas today, even though it's, you know, October 31st. And people <laughs> buying into it saying, yeah, we should celebrate Christmas today. And then looking at another headline that says, what the hell is wrong with you people? Let's say <laughs> no to Christmas until December 1st. And I'm saying, well, you know what, man? That's just wrong. I mean, it's all media controlled is what it comes down Let's to. Let's get down with the Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I have been I have been down against Christmas for years. This is no new thing and actually. And that's probably why you're so like mad about it because you're like you're fine people are finally starting to feel the way that I've been feeling. I know, I feel kind of like part of something again. <laughs> like I'm like actually part of like You're part of a movement. Like, yeah, and it's weird because <laughs> I'm usually the person on the outside of the movement and like I'm like oh you guys finally caught up to me. So Let's just look back and see about the things we learned on today's show. Yes. What did we learn? We basically learned that, you know, Christmas is being pushed back because, you know, people want to make more money off sure. it. Sure. Oh, my God. Of course. Maybe Christmas is extended because we're jealous of other people's holidays. So if you have eight days of Hanukkah or 12 days of Kwanzaa, we need two months of Christmas because we have to be the best. <laughs> Right, because it's not enough. Like we, sure, if we're, yeah. we're not the best. We got to go on a crusade. This is our cruise. This is our modern day crusade. crusade. <laughs> um, Christmas has more to do with, you know, pod like glaciers than it does with Santa Claus <laughs> and especially Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yes, no Jesus ever. And if the most heavenly place on earth can say slow Christmas down and actually be able to do it. We in New York should be able to stop SantaCon completely. Oh my gosh, I, I don't. I, I don't want even want to get into it. <laughs> Isn't it weird that we went to SantaCon one year and the majority of our time was spent in a gay bar with straight people? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I always think about that, and I always think like, how the hell did we end up here? And why the fuck am I wearing a Santa costume in like the wrong time of year? Yeah. Yeah, that was I was dressed as an elf and I was extreme I was very happy with my outfit. I felt very elf like and I felt very cute. Cuz it was a beautiful day. Like it was a beautiful day and then you just spend the day in bars. And I remember we like ducked out and we ended up in we went and we were like we're done. We went to like two bars and we're like we're going to get ramen. We're done. <laughs> it was the worst. If you have never heard of SantaCon, basically what it is is a bunch of people get together. And I think the premise originally was to dress up as Santa or an elf or Mrs. Something Claus. Christmas, yeah, something like Christmassy. And meet down at like this pier on the west side of Manhattan, mm -hmm. give us some canned food, like which would help the homeless or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, <laughs> or whatever. Or whatever. Like they just tell you bring some canned food. And once yeah, you're so done. So it's like a charity thing. And then you go and you do this pub crawl, basically. And like they had some places that were like, oh yeah, you guys are welcome to come here. So it's not just like these rowdy, like Santa Drunk people Santas. coming into like every bar, which I mean, I think that does happen because we've not gone in like three years and we've still see like we'll go to some place that's not even anywhere near where they're going to be. And like you just see like, Tons of Santa people, like, just getting shit-faced. It is awful. It's scary for kids to see, like, let alone... Santa's well, kind of a traumatic thing, but, I mean, a drunk Santa on a subway train is really... We were on our way to SantaCon on the train. We were going down... We were on the train going down from Harlem, and we were the only people that we saw because, like, as you got closer, you know, like, down to, like, Midtown, other people dressed like you were getting on the train, but, like, we were the only people in our train car dressed like this and you had on <laughs> you had on like black pants i think and like your santa like jacket and you had the white beard on and you know the hat and everything and i was dressed like the little elf and this little kid gets on the train at like 81st street sees you and his eyes just go <gasps> and i was like oh my god and like that was when i was like this was a bad idea because i felt so bad because that kid was like daddy why is santa on the train and like it's early december so like everything that that kid has known up until that point just went blew his mind and the father just looked at us like you fucking assholes <laughs> yep 
Dad, what is that smell? Like, do you smell gasoline? And Santa's here. This is the most odd combination <laughs> there has ever been. <laughs> but it's so strange that you would have need, I mean, like, this is to the point this holiday has gotten. Like, it has a drink. Like, it's now pinnacled enough that there's a drinking event around it. Yeah, man. It's too much. It's too, too much. It's and, too much. And you'll have my parents and stuff like that say, be like, you know, the Christmas is its own thing, which is why they got upset when they read the headline saw. of that story. And it's kind of like, if you saw the crazy shit that goes on based on mm-hmm. Christmas, this is the most tame thing. An Ireland, an Ireland town trying to like stop Christmas from happening before December 1st is nothing in comparison to a bunch of drunk Santas running around the streets and you know and people buying things in the beginning of October getting ready for the holiday so I think it's safe to say that from this point forward we are of the don't fucking mention Christmas zone party yes definitely alright guys so I think that covers everything. Yeah, I would say until there's something else we could think about that we can bitch upon. Which will <laughs> because be we have a whole holidays. season that we're going to be able to be talking about Christmas. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. I feel horrible for the listeners in a way because, like, you know, the more they move Christmas up, the more you're going to have to listen to this shit. It's true. Well, that's what happens. When I'm annoyed, everybody's annoyed. Now let's go walk in a winter wonderland, Tom. I'm going to just go throw myself off a winter wonderland glacier in the Roosevelt Field <laughs> Mall at this point. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Check us out on highregardshow.com, and you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. We'll be back next week. 